Tommy walked around the room with his bottom covered by a towel, and Chad, my best friend, was hiding under the bed, holding his breath. He tried not to make any noise. We would have been beaten half dead if Tom found out we were here. I crawled beneath the door and sighed. All of this happened because of my genius friend. My name is Josh, and I'm 16 years old. Have you ever thought about what might happen if you had a genius friend with a 180 IQ score? Sounds like trouble, honestly. And before knowing what those troubles are, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to Woe Storytime so that you don't miss out on any great stories. My parents sent me to boarding school in northern Nevada after I graduated from middle school. I have to admit that I didn't enjoy my life there at all. I became invisible in front of other girls to my slim and unappealing appearance. Nobody gave a damn about me. The boys at school saw me as a loser. Terrible, right? But at the very least, I have a close friend who was in the same situation. His name is Chad. He is a math and physics genius. He received the New Horizons medal at the age of 12 and was known for his 180 IQ score. It sounded fantastic. However, his EQ was just about 18 at the time. Chad was a genius, but somehow he was also deemed a loser, just like me. He possessed every personality trait that girls despise. Chad was not a gentleman, and he was unconcerned about the feelings of others. Chad's dictionary doesn't include the words girls or parties. <laughs> Everything he cared about was the simultaneous microscopic description of nuclear level density and radiative strength function. Don't be scared, I have no idea what that is either. But at the very least, Chad is a good pal. He always shows up when I need him and helps me with all he has. It was a reason why, although not many people like Chad, I'm still close to him. We are like the non-muscular version of Batman and Robin. When Chad and I were sitting in the library one day, I noticed him acting strangely. His gaze was drawn to the far end of the library. I cast a glance in that direction. I couldn't believe he had his sights set on Layla, the hottest girl at our school. She was likewise shy and caressing her hair as she looked at us. When I realized what it was, I laughed. My buddy, it turned out, knew how to fall in love as well. Hey, you like Layla? I questioned Chad after imitating Layla and caressed my hair. When he heard that, he blushed and quickly denied. Ha, no way. I burst out laughing and dragged Chad over to Layla. I wanted to give them both a chance to talk. Hello, lovely. I cheerfully greeted Layla and instructed Chad to do the same. Hi, Chad's voice was trembling. Hi, Layla shyly responded. Do you know about simultaneous microscopic descriptions of nuclear level density and radiative strength function? Oh no. Chad just chose the worst possible approach. It only lasted 15 seconds. I decided to assist him. I waved Layla goodbye and dragged Chad back into his seat. What the hell, bro? I, I was at a loss for words. OMG. I have forgotten. With an EQ of 18, this genius is useless in front of girls. I encouraged him to be more calm and confident. Layla also seemed to like him, so he shouldn't pass up this opportunity. If Chad could woo Layla, the hottest girl in school, no one's gonna look down on us. So what should I do? Chad inquired. I warned him not to talk to the girl too directly as he usually did. You will get nothing if you talk like that. 
I emphasized. In addition, I urged him not to reveal people's flaws in front of them and never to bring up the topic of radiative nuclear power when going on a date. Chad made the most perplexed expression when he heard that. I shook my head. Gosh, he's so hopeless. Chad, on the other hand, surprised me a few days later. He informed me that he was going on a date with Layla this weekend. My eyes welled up. Finally, my best friend was able to put his intelligence to good use. Surprisingly, he invited me to the date. I was stunned and asked for an explanation. Chad was worried that he wouldn't control himself and would say inappropriate things during the date. It was a big occasion for him, and he wanted to leave a good impression on Layla. He wanted me to be there to put a stop to anything he did wrong. I was aware of how strange it sounded, but I agreed to Chad's pleading. Not long after, I realized that was one of the dumbest things I'd ever done in my life. In the Thai restaurant, the three of us exchanged awkward glances. Yes, for whatever reason, those two chose to eat at a Thai restaurant for the first time. Can you handle spicy food? Nope, but she enjoys it. He gave a shaky response. After the food was served, we started chatting. I asked Layla to tell us more about her. Sure, you know, I'm a Sagittarius, so you may already know a few things about me. Yeah, that indicates that you're a hallucinated individual who believes that the position of the sun through any constellation on the day of your birth will affect your personality. Chad's sentence shattered everything I'd worked so hard for. Jesus, I couldn't sit here and let this date fall apart. I shifted the subject and asked about the music club she was a member of. Layla's face darkened, and she burst into tears. We were both terrified and tried everything we could to stop her from crying. Layla said she met this guy, Tommy White, when she joined the music club. They were in love, but Tommy cheated on her. Layla was so enraged that she demanded the return of a $1,000 watch she had given him. Of course, Tommy refused to. When Chad heard the story, he promised to get the watch back for her. Oh, come on. I told him to give up. It was Tommy White, the most muscular and intimidating student at the school. I was in the same PT session as him and witnessed him break a classmate's nose simply by tossing a ball at him. If Chad and I were Batman and Robin, Tommy would be Bane, our unbeatable foe. Chill, mate. I have an IQ of 180, Chad said with confidence. Gosh, he didn't know that it was also Tommy's weight. After the date, Chad went to Tommy's dorm. I tried to stop him in vain. Chad knocked on the door boldly, but when Tommy walked out, my buddy's expression changed drastically. He probably understood how different body stats were from brains. Chad's eyes were the same as the time he got 99 points in math. They were filled with despair and lifelessness. Chad mumbled that he was in the wrong room and took my hand and left. Chad devised a different strategy after realizing he couldn't face him directly. After a few hours of spying, the opportunity presented itself. When Tommy went to take a shower, Chad went to his room, and I had to remain in the bathroom to spy on Tommy and let him know if Tommy returned. Tommy was about to get out after 30 minutes, but my buddy had no idea. I called him, but he didn't answer. I was so anxious that I dashed to Tommy's room to find Chad. When I opened the door, I noticed him looking around. Tommy is returning soon. Hurry up! But I haven't found the watch yet. 
Chad responded with nervousness. Have you looked at any potential location? You mean inside the shoe closet? Damn it. This genius thinks the shoe wardrobe is a place where people put watches and has spent the last 30 minutes looking for it there. I walked over to the desk and opened the drawer. The watch was there in front of me. The door holder was moving as we were about to leave. Chad became terrified and went to hide under the bed while I hid behind the door. Tommy walked in with his bottom covered by a towel. He sat on the bed, which scared Chad so much that he had to hold his breath. Suddenly, he pulled out a magazine from under his pillow, then reached for a box of tissues and a bottle of lube. You guessed it right. We saw it all. To this day, that scene still haunts me. After a while, when Tommy was asleep, Chad slowly crawled out from under the bed. He held his breath and moved inch by inch. Suddenly, Chad held his stomach and grimaced. I realized something was wrong, but all I could do was signal him to hurry up. When he was about to get out of there, suddenly Chad farted deafeningly. I knew eating Thai food on a first date would be a disaster. The noise woke Tommy up. He immediately spotted us. Run! I shouted and motioned for Chad to run away. Luckily, we escaped. Chad brought the watch back to Layla. She was overjoyed, and she continued thanking him. Jimmy would adore this gift. Layla smiled excitedly. Huh? Who? My new boyfriend. I'm planning to give it to him the next time we go to the science fair. Layla happily left, while Chad and I stood there dumbfoundedly. Chad sat on the ground, looking helpless, with that same 99 points on the math exam kind of expression. No, my science fair ticket, Chad said regrettably. What? Turns out Chad wanted to attend the scientific fair next month, but the tickets were sold out before he could get them. When he found out that Layla had a spare ticket, Chad wanted to approach her to buy it. He tried to please Layla only because of the ticket. I was the one who misunderstood that he liked that girl. OMG. I risked my life because of this damn genius. But well, it was a fun experience anyway.